Blog Talk Radio.
I want to welcome everybody to Reality in Christ Worship Radio. I'm your host, Reverend Thomas Dwayne Smith, and I'm broadcasting on my location from Wheaton, Illinois. Um, came up here for press conference for Tanya Reeves um, with the National Black Pro-Life Coalition. I, I and my co-host, he had the opportunity to cover the event and our show on Friday. We interviewed two of two of the individuals who are part of the of the um, event as well. So it's a great, 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 great place to be in Wheaton, Illinois. But the circumstances for which we were up here kind of tough. So for the next 45 minutes, we are going to spend it in worship and word, and then we'll be back. So, enjoy the worship phase and portion of Reality in Christ Worship Radio.
And welcome back to Reality in Christ Worship Radio. I'm your host, Thomas Dwayne Smith, Reverend. Dear Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Lord, I give you glory, honor, and praise. Father, we lift up to you in Jesus' name. The listeners of the show, those who are partaking of, who are listening to the show today, Father God. Father, I thank you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ for another opportunity to broadcast Reality in Christ Worship Radio. I pray that the music will be of encouragement and that the short word will be uplifting. In the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. The next song that I'm going to play is Bow Down and Worship Him.
And welcome back to Reality in Christ Worship Radio. I'm your host, Thomas Dwayne Smith. And our show is going to be Worship and Word. And my word today is taken from Ephesians chapter 4, verse 25, 24 and 25. Yes, 24 actually. And it says this, be angry, but do not sin. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. There seems to be in this day and age a lot of people who are full of rage, full of wrath over the verdict of the Zimmerman trial. But I found a post on my Facebook of the same exact situation where a black man shot and killed a 17-year-old white boy. Guess what, folks? Many of you probably think that he got screwed by the system. He was found innocent. Just like with the case of George Zimmerman. But there's many of you swearing up and down he was racially profiled. He was this, that, and the other. Folks, he was profiled. It wasn't because of his race. He was profiled. Because there had been a rash of break-ins in that particular gated community, that community of which, even though it was gated, was 70 to 78% black and brown people that lived there. And it was a group of young black men, teenagers, wearing hoodies that were seen breaking into houses in that area of Sanford over the last, over the several months leading up to the shooting of Trayvon Martin. That was a sick and tragic event all around. But the race pimps, the greasy-haired individuals, and I digress for a moment, because you have individuals that put themselves off as reverence. The only thing they're reverence of are lies. And yes, I'm talking about you, Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton and all your other race-baiting hustlers. You wouldn't know racism if it did a tap dance across your forehead because you're being paid by the so-called racists. You're being paid by the racists to parrot your lies. Then you shake down the communities and you take 40 to 50% of the money brought in. But yet your cowardly tells Stay home. 
when it comes to black-on-black crime. Please explain that to me. I'm not angry. I'm not angry at all. But if you're going to self-appoint yourself a leader in the black community, self-professed leader of the black community, which I don't acknowledge you as my leader anyway because you come down on the wrong side of the political spectrum, first of all. Second of all, the things you do give no honor to Jesus Christ in any way, shape, or form. Bible actually says Satan is the father of lies and liars. My emphasis added there. But we got a nation on the brink of racial civil war because of race-baiting individuals who their sole intent and purpose to destroy this nation. And instead of Instead of the body of Christ working to keep the peace, you have a lot of pastors who are stoking the flames of division. Be angry, but do not sin. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. But here we have two weeks almost since this verdict. Well, we're going into the second week. And you have people still mad and angry, protest, etc., Next song Just the prayer away Actually you know what I'm a I'm a player Father's love Have patience to me with me. I gotta get to the song.
you know, when we're going through things, we have to understand that Jesus is just a prayer away. So back to my previous topic, Ephesians chapter 4, verses 24-25. Be angry, but do not sin, and don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Many people, rightly or wrongly, getting up in their feelings over the verdict of the case. And many feeling many people in their feelings, in their opinions, they feel they're justified. But I will be that person who will ask that question. And standing on a biblical foundation, where when the woman, who was obviously caught in the sin of adultery, surrounded by many, many, many men who had stones to cast, and Jesus said, Let he who has no sin cast the first stone. Those were Jesus' words. But there's been a lot of stone casting, a lot of anger over this verdict, a lot of accusations of profiling. And as I said in the previous segment, yes, George Zimmerman may have been profiling. It was like what I explained previously. It was not because Trayvon Martin was black. And this is the one thing that people have a hard time wrapping their heads around. Because the news media did not bother to mention the fact how conveniently, or maybe it was just coincidental, you be the judge. But the media did not mention the fact that in a prior prior six months leading up to the killing of Trayvon Martin. There had been numerous robberies by a gang of young black men, teenagers, in hoodies. Most of you did not hear that in the news because it would have destroyed the news media's narrative of this was a racial incident. 
but they also knew my personal opinion. They knew that they could get away with not putting out that information because of the fact that most Americans wouldn't dig and they could anticipate the emotional response of American people. Or should I say, the American black community and many, many others who suffer from white guilt. Just being real. Because, folks, you can try to cut it any way you want to, but God is not happy because we've broken his heart. Because we wanted to see somebody convicted for something regardless of the fact that He didn't have all the information. And now his um, friend Rachel Gentile on the Pierce Morgan's show let out of the box that Trayvon may have attacked George Zimmerman because he was some thought may have thought he was some type of homophobic homosexual pedophile. The that just came out, she just did that interview the other day. The woman who raised Trayvon Martin from the time he was three years old, his stepmom, testified that she felt he had been profiled, but it wasn't because of race. So the lady that raised him for 14 years the people casted a lot of stones at George Zimmerman and I'm not defending the man but I will tell you this. Having heard the full transcripts of the 911 calls, the ones that wasn't doctored by um, NBC. George Zimmerman did not call Trayvon Martin a coon. 
as was put out in a lot of articles, he said it's cold out here. You going to accuse somebody of something, folks? You better have your facts straight. Because as someone who's personally been accused of something he did not do, a situation that had the potential to ruin me for the rest of my life, all I had was my faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and faith in the system. Fortunately, it worked for me. And folks, I was a black man going up against a white accuser. But according to society and according to our race hustlers, deck is stacked against me. But need I remind you of one thing? When you have the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in your life and and you did not do wrong and you reach out to him in prayer, you will overcome as I overcame the lies of the enemy in that situation. The news media brought out George Zimmerman's past conviction and showed a picture of Trayvon Martin when he was 12 years old. If that is not media manipulation and the Bible calls that witchcraft, Bible calls that witchcraft. And folks, when you're in an altered state of consciousness, you're not going to do things rationally. And had Mr. Trayvon not been high up on lean, cough syrup, Skittles, and Arizona watermelon iced tea. He probably could have said, hey, this is, this is, um, this is where my father lives. If he was really scared for his life, he would have called 911 himself, said, hey, someone is following me. 
But as with a lot of other cases, men get up in their egos. Fellas, we need to stop being so egotistical. We get we get offended when our significant others want to help us or if they ask us a question, whatever. God gave us women to help us accomplish purposes that he set for us. Our spouses, yes, spouses. Be angry, but do not sin. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. That was words spoken by Paul. But it is a phenomenal principle to live by. Because, folks, I'm going to tell you point blank what angers me. I hate racism. Hate it. Burning passion. Hatred for racism. And, folks, let me destroy a myth. There are those on the left who like to say black people can't be racist because it's a uh, position of power and they do not have the power. So they can only be in, be prejudiced. That is a bunch of BS if I've ever heard it. Because the new Black Panther Party is one of the most racist organizations to walk this the streets of this country. They are the they are the black equivalent of the Ku Klux Klan. I've heard some of their rhetoric and it made me just as sick to my stomach as when I see pictures and videos of the Ku Klux Klan rallying. And y'all can call me Uncle Tom, sell out to my community, whatever you want to call me, all you want. But at the end of the day, I will still stand on the principles of God and the things that I stand for determined by the word of God and not by some emotional response thinking that someone discriminated against someone of my skin color. Because, folks, you forget 
I had three relatives murdered because of their skin color. You can't talk to me about racism because I know what racism is. I've, I've experienced racism all around from both black community and white community because I used to live in a town where because it was predominantly white, the black people in the town hated the blacks, hated unknown black people. I lived in a town like that. So I know what racism is. And it is for that reason I will never choose side except the side of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because my only loyalty to anyone is to first and foremost to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and second to those who help through words of encouragement and any other means they help shape the destiny of my life be then white, black, red, yellow, indigo or violet. And there's been people who've shaped the destiny of my life, whether it was through friendship, as in, you know, a word of encouragement, on to those who gave money to me over my life to help me accomplish things or just when I needed food. Those are the people I am loyal to. So, I'm not beholden to one monolithic group of people. I'm an American Christian conservative. A follower of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's what it's about for me. And the one thing about it, I'm real, I'm relatable, and I'm raw. You will not see me mince words, nor will I care any longer what people say or think about me. Because at the end of the day, if I care for someone, I know that my love is rooted and grounded on principles of God. Having said that, I am now going to play A Father's Love. 
That is one of my favorite songs. There it is.
welcome back to the last 15 minutes of Reality in Christ Worship Radio. I'm your host, Reverend Thomas Dwayne Smith. Um, been having a conversation about the verse Ephesians chapter 4, verse 25. Be angry, but do not sin. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Folks, it really isn't much more explanatory than that. It really isn't much more explanatory than that. Be angry, but do not sin. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Why is that so hard? It's hard because many of us as professing believers we want to bring down hailstone, fire, and brimstone but we don't weigh the balance in it either because there is a balance. Our sin judges us. And because the enemy is desperate, he does that much more damage. You keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Now, this song that I'm about to play now, I'll start it when my clock hits 12 minutes. Think, darn, gonna miss it. Somebody took a, somebody took out my song. Something about the name Jesus. Hmm. Wow, somebody took out my phone. Let me see if I can find it. In the meantime, I'll just uh, just keep chatting away. There it is. This song is 10 minutes long. Wow. 
We're living in a day and time where being politically correct is popular. Let me turn that around again. We're living in a day and time where everybody sings the name God. But nobody wants to say the name Jesus. We don't want to offend the Muslims. We don't want to offend the Jews. We don't want to offend the Arabs. And so therefore we crucify him of flesh. But I want you to know that there will come a time when every Muslim, when every Buddhist, when every Jew will have to get down on their knees and have to confess that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. So I want every blood-washed believer to not wait until then. And if you've ever gone through something, you know right here. That there's something about the next something
Into a little treasure box I 
My tears and drive me on. 